Welcome to Entrepreneur Conundrum with Virginia Purnell, where growing entrepreneurs share how they get visible online. Hi, everyone. Today, I'm talking with Leanne Chase about how she helps businesses get their products into the online space. Leanne is a 20-plus year marketing veteran, having worked for some of the world's largest IT companies, such as Compaq, Dell, Microsoft, and Hewitt Packard. After leaving corporate life because it was destroying her soul, she became a ClickFunnels certified partner to help other people achieve their dreams of having their own online business, which in turn helped her to support her favorite animal charities. Welcome, Leanne. Hey, uh, Virginia. How are you going? (laughs) Good. How are you? I'm excellent. Thank you. Awesome. I'm excited for you to be here with us today. Thanks for having me. So can you... Give us a little bit more about your journey to becoming in the entrepreneur world. Yeah, so I, I'm i an A-type personality and a perfectionist, <laughs> which is a bad combination in regards to maintaining your sanity and maintaining your health. So when I was working in IT, I would work my butt off. And, you know, I'd get to work at about 7 a.m. and I would work like at 100% throughout the entire day. I'd rarely stop for breaks. I'd rarely stop for lunch. I was running a $100 million US product portfolio and it was a really intense role. So I was just operating at full speed, full capacity constantly over a number. And then my health broke and it broke really badly. (laughs) And uh, and uh, on top of being an A-type and a perfectionist, I'm also super stubborn. So um, I just kept pushing through and pushing through and pushing through because I have that personality fault of always giving. <laughs> so by always giving, working myself into the ground, I got severe adrenal fatigue. And I kept working. I think I worked with that for about four years. I needed probably two or three cans of Coca-Cola a day to get me through the day, just to give me that mental concentration, give me the energy to keep going. And then I'd go home and collapse in a heap. And then I'd just do that like Groundhog Day every day. So I finally got to the point where physically and mentally and even emotionally, I was totally busted and I had to quit my job. So I quit like a really well-paying six-figure job because I just gave too much of myself to it. And I didn't deal with the stress of the job very well. So to just give it up and uh, basically jump headfirst off a cliff and not really know what I was going to do next. I just had to rest and recover. Otherwise, I don't know what sort of place I would have been in, but it would have been a really bad place. So um, during my recovery period, I'd been a follower of Robert Kiyosaki and one of Robert's emails came out one day talking about how to start a business online and it was basically Russell Brunson doing an affiliate type of um, presentation to uh, Robert Kiyosaki's base. So I jumped on, listened to the webinar, got really interested. Um, So I saw it as a new opportunity to upgrade my skills, start learning about online marketing and and digital marketing, which was very different to my previous roles in IT. Even though I was in marketing, I was more in enterprise marketing and and big business-to-business type of marketing, not direct-to-consumer marketing. So when I saw the opportunity to become a ClickFunnels certified partner, I applied and got into the program and spent four months going through the program and learning all about, you know, sales funnels and direct response marketing and stuff like that. So that's sort of how I fell into ClickFunnels. 
yeah, I never sort of expected myself to get into. You know, when I was re- recovering, I had to really think hard. It's like, what am I going to do with myself? How am I going to survive? How am I going to support myself financially? Because I was on my own. I didn't have any other financial support. So, uh, like, I was facing a pretty tough spot and I had to make a pretty hardcore decision to, to try and survive. So that's what I did. And four years later, I've been a certified partner. I've been helping clients get their businesses online, which has been pretty fun. Hard work, but fun as well. That's cool. Always good to have a happy ending, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's been a good journey. Um, it's been a lot of learning, which has been excellent. Uh, when uh, I'm sure if anyone else has had a job and that job's been pretty hectic, it's hard to maintain your skills and keep your skills current when you are so focused on the job and you don't have time in the job to update your skills. So, you know, when you find that your skills are getting out of date and if you're like getting into middle age, that's a really scary place to be in because there are younger people who can replace you. They're cheaper than you. And then you end up on the employment scrap heap and no one wants to hire you. And that's becoming a huge problem in the Western world, particularly for for middle-aged women. They're becoming, you know, the fastest unemployed, long-term unemployed group there is. So if I didn't do that, I think I would have been completely screwed. And, you know, my long-term future would have been really up in the air, which is a really scary thing to think about. It's interesting how we have blessings in disguise, hey? Mm, Very much so. Yeah, like completely breaking yourself was a massive lesson in disguise, which turned out (laughs) one of the greatest lessons ever, I guess. But it was a really painful lesson (laughs) and an expensive one. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah. What do you like most about the work that you do? You know, I love, I'm very strategic. And that's, I guess, because of my corporate history. You have to, you know, have a clear strategy in order to execute on that strategy. Otherwise, you're spinning your wheel. I love being strategic with clients. And I love the creativity that comes with that. Because sometimes you're starting with a blank page and it's like, okay, well, who are you trying to serve? And then, you know, you start asking a heap of questions about, you know, what are the problems that are out there that whatever your thing is, whether it's a course or a widget or whatever, how are they solving the problems that your avatar has? What I find is many clients don't really have that clarity on who they're trying to serve and what problems they're trying to serve. They might just think that they've got this great course, but they haven't validated it with the market or they've got this great widget because maybe they, you know, they want to get a funnel out there. They want to get into the online space. They don't know exactly what they want to do. They just want to get out there and then they turn to affiliate marketing or or something else. But, you know, the danger in that is if you're not clear on, you know, what pain points you're addressing, then you're not going to get cut through. You're not going to get people to buy. So I love the process of really getting into the foundation of that problem and asking questions about the problems and brainstorming with clients about the problems to help them work out the foundation of that that business that they want to take online. And then, you know, once you're clear on problems, you can get super creative with whatever you're going to deliver to them. You know, like if it's some sort of widget, how can you structure that into an offer instead of just selling the widget, you know? How do you differentiate from the the thousands of the same widget out there Um, so you can actually sell something and make some decent money online? Or if you've got a course, like what is unique about you or what value do you bring to the table that's really going to attract people? And and how can we, yeah, structure your offer to make it, make people look at it and go, wow, that's exactly what I need because that's where I'm stuck. 
So, um, so I love that part of the process is that strategizing and, you know, being creative and, and coming up with creative solutions to problems. What techniques or are there techniques that you wish that your clients knew more about? I'm going to be totally controversial and go out on ledge here. (laughs) 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 I'm being a bit cheeky. You know, I think that the, the most effective technique is it's old school and that's just to think, which I think a lot of people don't do because they're in a hurry to get online. They're in a hurry to make money. And, and that's understandable because a lot of people Uh, you know, are under financial pressure for whatever reason is going on in their life. And so they see, you know, launching a business online or putting a funnel out there as an opportunity to start making money to to deal with that financial pain that's driving them. But that pain actually drives the wrong behaviour. So that's why I I try and pull people back and go, right, if, if you want to have any chance of having a successful online business, you have to think and you have to take the time to really think. Don't just do, don't just react, think. Yeah, so, and, and you know, the challenge with all the messaging coming out from the big internet gurus is it's like hustle, hustle, hustle. But you can hustle once you've done the thinking process and once you know what problems you're trying to address. If you try and hustle without that, you are going to waste, like, hundreds of hours and months of your time and potentially thousands or if not tens of thousands of dollars putting something out there which is most likely going to fail so basically like take the time to think about my avatar take the time to think about like my offer stuff like that yeah yeah so it first starts with the avatar and you know what i had this aha moment because i was exactly in this spot so when you know, when I got sick and then I quit my job and then I had to figure out what to do when I grew up, it was like, well, if I want to get into the entrepreneurial space, what do I want to do? And I didn't have that clarity. So that's why I thought I'll become a certified partner. I'll learn this online business. And that will be a stepping stone to figuring out what else I can do down the track. Just like that first step. I need to learn this stuff. I need to understand direct response marketing um, and all of that. So Maybe about like six months in, um, I was looking at doing some affiliate marketing for an Omega 3 product. And I was in the exact place that a lot of other newbies to the funnel space find themselves in. I wasn't clear on my avatar. I wasn't clear on my story. I was limited with what I could do from an offer perspective. And so I tried some stuff. It didn't work. And I was pretty frustrated. And that's because, again, I just... I just couldn't figure out or I couldn't make a decision on who I wanted to serve and why with that particular product. How is, what was my message going to be that was different to every other Omega-3 product out in the market? And I spent probably, I don't know, 80 to 100 hours doing a lot of research, stuff like that. And yeah, it, it totally flopped. And then in my frustration and, you know, not being able to figure things out, I had this massive aha moment. And I looked in the ClickFunnels community and I looked at the people who were having success. So if we use uh, Kaylin and Brandon Poulin from Lady Boss, for example, I looked at her story and then, like, I don't know why I didn't realise this before, but I think I I was just trying to absorb so much stuff. And, you know, when you're learning stuff for, for the first time, it's like drinking from a fire hose. Sometimes you just, some stuff, some learnings, you just don't quite understand until they come back around again and so looking at lady boss and also looking at gym launch secrets 
those guys are their avatar. And then I, I looked at more and more and everyone who was having success and really great success were their own avatar. So that means they, you know, with whatever was going on in their life, like if we look at Kaylin, she had weight challenges. She had, uh, I guess, food challenges, the types of food she was eating and food addictions and stuff like that. And she was pretty unhappy in herself. And then she finally got to a point where she was able to figure out the solution to her problem. And, you know, she, she became a personal trainer. She started helping women overcome the same issues that she was experiencing and, and showed them how she got through it. And then over like a three-year period, she was able to build her business into a very successful business because she'd been on that journey before women. She knew the solutions. And so she taught women the solutions. And so you start to see that once you, once you have that aha moment, you start to see it with everyone else who's successful. Yeah, I was just going to say, which a lot of people teach about too, it's really you're just a couple steps ahead of the other people right from where you used to be yeah so now that you've done all that who is your ideal client now so that and then that became the next problem that I had it's like who do I really want to serve and I've really struggled with that to be honest you know another thing that we're told as funnel builders is to go out there and get results and getting results are not easy There are so many variables when it comes to marketing and funnels and what have you that there's only so much you can control as a funnel builder and a strategist that, you know, it's, and and I put a lot of pressure on myself to try and get results, like get results every time. But even if you look at all the statistics about businesses, like if you're lucky, half of the businesses that you're involved in are successful, the other half fail. I mean, that's if you're lucky. And when you're first getting started, most of them fail. So I put, I, I think I put too much pressure on myself to work with clients and work with the wrong clients to try and get results. And then if they didn't follow my advice and didn't get the result, then I felt that that reflected poorly on me. So it's taken me a long time to sort of break out of that mentality um, and, you know, really narrow down my avatar based on the clients that I've been working with over the last couple of years. I finally, like really only this week, have decided that I'm going to niche down into the coaching course creator, subject matter expert sort of space because I actually, they've been the majority of my clients and they seem to suit the way my brain works when it comes to strategy and creativity um, and, you know, providing value to their clients. So yeah, In the next sort of four to eight weeks, I'll be working on completely changing my business, changing my own messaging and, you know, looking to pivot to work more completely in that niche. I guess I can't really ask you yet how your ideal client finds you, but how, what have you been doing to get in front of, of clients? Was it just with like, say the ClickFunnels marketplace or were there other areas as well? Yeah, so um, I've been relying heavily on the ClickFunnels marketplace, which if anyone doesn't know what that is, so certified partners, are a marketplace area within the ClickFunnels platform for people to go looking for help in. So that's been sustaining me since I became a certified partner and helping me build up my skills and expertise and, you know, even my own confidence in, you know, in a completely new area of marketing. So yeah, I've been relying on that. And I 
I mean, I did have my ideal clients coming to me. So those coaching type of clients, I mean, like 18 months ago, my best client who has earned over hundred K with her uh, online course, I found her through that, or she found me through that, I should say. Yeah. So that's been an awesome generator for me as a certified partner. And I know for other certified partners such as yourself. And then, uh, and then the last few months, I started promoting myself in the funnel Rolodex. I thought I'd test it out, see how it went. So yeah, I picked up a couple of good coaching clients again through the Rolodex. I have picked up other clients as well, like with completely different random businesses, which has been good as well. So yeah, it's just been those two sort of marketplace, you know, Fiverr style of platforms where, you know, you know who you're serving. So we're serving entrepreneurs who are using ClickFunnels. So we have a very defined niche in that regard. And so we're promoting ourselves as funnel builders and strategists in places that they're, they're congregating. So yeah, that they have only been the two places that I have been promoting my business. And I honestly don't promote myself that hard because I'm still building up my catalog of results and, you know, still working on improving my processes and, and making things better, making things more streamlined. But, you know, another reason why I wanted to niche into coaches and course creators is it's a more consistent process than, you know, being across or being open to every type of business out there, you know, products and services and, you know, across different verticals. It's, it's really, it's a lot of work to be across so many different types of businesses and, and their unique needs. So for my own sanity, I really need to, to niche into one area. So I have more consistency in terms of the, the, the way I work and, and how my team works as well. Yeah, it's easier to duplicate that way. Yeah. What are one or two of, or a big goal that you're looking to achieve over the next couple of years? Yeah, so that biggest one, I've got two. So that one is, you know, refocusing my business in that specific niche and getting all of that set up. So new messaging, you know, new offers. I have to think about my own value ladder and what my various ranges of services are for my clients. So, yeah, I've got to basically take myself to the, through the process that I put clients through, which is really hard to do for yourself. And this is why people reach out to us, right? Because it's so hard to market yourself because <laughs> you can't look at yourself the same way as, you know, we can look at clients and see their value, you know? So it, it's so hard to do it for yourself. So to basically look at myself like another client and try and have that external perspective to do that. So so that'll be a big thing. I think it will take me a few months to work that out and also figure out how to get out into the big bad world without relying on, you know, the ClickFunnels marketplace and, and what have you for leads. So, so look at my own traffic generation strategies and so forth. That'll be a big work in progress. The other thing is I want to have a business for myself as opposed to, you know, having an agency style of business for clients. And so I'm in the process of starting my own little t-shirt business as well to see if I can get that up and running. So with with my key learnings from my Omega-3 failure, I really dug in and went, right, who's my niche? And did a lot of research. Like I researched for a few months to, to figure out my niche and then take it from there. So I'm starting at the right place this time with my T-shirt business. Now I'm getting into all the complexities of design and printing and <laughs> 
<laughs> how all of that works. So that's a big learning curve for sure. But um, I'm pretty excited about doing that as well, just having something purely for me. That'd be nice. How would either of those goals affect your business? Niching is going to help in terms of the amount of effort I put in. Like I said, I have that consistency of process steps that I need to to work with clients through and, and so my team does and whatever. And yeah, not being dragged or not not dragging myself from pillar to post working across other businesses. Like it's mentally it's really, really hard work when it comes to the strategy working, trying to be across so many businesses. So I think that's going to help with my ability to deliver clients. And I should be able to, you know, earn more money as well because I am more focused and my experience just gets deeper and deeper and deeper and hopefully get, you know, great results for clients who are really really willing to put in the work and, you know, set up this business over time. I think it's going to make a big difference in, you know, just just the everyday stuff that you have to work on with clients. I'm going to switch gears a little bit here on you. Okay. What what is the best advice you have ever received? You know, I think when it comes to having a business, it's got to be that the business is more than just money. Your motivation has to be more than being about the money. So when I was when I was trying to recover from my health and figure out what in the hell am I going to do now? Because at that stage I was like about 42, 43. So, you know, no spring chicken, right? <laughs> so, you know, and time's running out to to if I decided I was going to go back into corporate life, I'm in a really difficult period to try and get rehired. So I, I thought to myself, that good old question, if, if you could be anything in the world, like if you had all the time, money, resources in the world, what would you be? Just dream. And I've never really allowed myself to do that. And interestingly, one of my clients at the moment, uh, she says like her data shows that like 76% of women fall into careers. And that's exactly what happened to me. So, you know, it's, it's a really big problem trying to figure out what you want and if you if you do not what you want awesome you're way ahead of a lot of other people right so I thought you know the thing that would interest me the most and I would be passionate about would be a philanthropist it's like holy shit (laughs) how in the hell am I going to be a philanthropist and so I thought you know what I think the best opportunity to even start on that path I have no idea if what level I'm going to get to, how much money I'm going to be able to donate. But because I'm a huge animal lover, that's what I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about stopping extinction. If I break that down and work it back, it's like, okay, I need to start my own business because that's really the best way to to try and earn more money that you can then put into a charitable cause. And so by having that, I guess, that mission in which I've rebranded my business now, around that mission that helps get you through the hard times because you know running your own business is really hard if it wasn't hard everyone would be doing it everyone would be making zillions of dollars but that's not the case because it requires dedication and commitment and you know facing failures and you know facing your weaknesses and figuring out what to do about that and continuing forward so I think having a mission-based business has been absolutely critical to to get me through the hard times, particularly when, you know, at the very beginning, when I was questioning myself, am I doing a good enough job for my clients that my clients aren't getting results? Is it all my fault? And, you know, 99.9% of the time it wasn't. 
It was they either don't take my advice or, you know, millions of other reasons why something's not working. So, yeah, if you're getting into the online space, don't have your driving force just be the money. Look deeper than that. What What is your mission in life? What is your purpose in life? Otherwise, if it's only for the money, you won't make it. You just give up when it gets too hard. And it'll be more rewarding more and fulfilling if that's not your driving factor. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, um, you know, my business has allowed me to go to Africa. I was in Africa for two weeks at the beginning of the year working at a rhino orphanage. I was working with baby rhinos whose mothers had been poached in Kruger National Park. And that was just amazing to, to be able to go and contribute and try and help the people on the ground there keep a species alive because they are under threat from Africans who are incredibly poor, who are struggling for their own survival, and they look at wildlife as an opportunity for survival. So, you know, that human wildlife conflict. And, you know, since then, I've been able to, to donate more money, buy them more milk, sponsor some elephants as well, and stuff like that. So, you know, that gives me a sense of purpose, and it makes the hard times worth it, because I'm able to contribute, even in a small way, to making a difference out there somehow. You know, otherwise, what's the point in life? You can have a heap of money. doesn't mean you'll be happy. <laughs> so true. What's the best advice you have ever given? Coming back to thinking and focusing on the problems of who you want to serve. I think that's the best advice ever. Otherwise, you know, if we skip that part, then we're setting people up to fail. And I think we're not doing our jobs properly if we, if we skip that part. And, you know, we could take the money, we could say, yeah, okay, to the client, yeah, like, I can build this sales funnel for you, we can write some copy, we can put it off together, you can put it out there, but I know it's going to fail. I'm not going to take your money, knowing that it's going to fail, because you haven't done the due diligence of thinking, and coming up with, uh, or understanding the problems that you're trying to provide a solution for. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you'd like to share that I haven't asked you yet? You know, I think if, if anyone is out there trying to get a business online or thinking about launching a funnel, speak to a lot of people. Figure out who is going to help you with long-term success versus who's just going to help you throw a funnel up there. And if, if someone's not potentially challenging you, and I, and I mean that respectfully, like asking you, you know, about the problems that you're trying to solve. If someone's not doing that, then they're pretty much only in it for the money. They're not in it to help you, to genuinely help you. So, so be aware of that because unfortunately there are a lot of people out there who aren't genuine in their intention, funnel building or strategy business to really help the, the client. They just want to get the clients in, get the funnels built, get the money in. That's not the right thing to do. I have high integrity and I just, I can't stand it when I find out people have been taken for a ride by unscrupulous people because, because of that. So make sure you're doing your due diligence, talking to people, making sure those people that you're reaching out to are talking strategy first not just a funnel first. Not unless, you know, if you're talking a funnel first, you have to know exactly who you're serving, what your pain points are. And so therefore you're probably in a business that has been doing reasonably well and you're looking to put something online. That's okay. You already know who your client is. 
So therefore, yeah, we can talk straight about funnels and offers and, and, and get that project going pretty quickly. But most people aren't in that position. Most people that we talk to anyway, they're starting from scratch. So yeah, if you're starting from scratch, don't let anyone just say, yeah, you can throw a funnel up there and yeah, you should be able to make money. It's not that easy. Yeah, no dine and dashing, right? Yeah. It's like no dine and dashing, dine and only. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's hard. It is really hard. And also, I think people don't understand the amount of effort that goes into a sales funnel. Like they think it can be done in a week. Well, okay, well, it could if you know everything. But if you don't know everything, it takes a lot of effort. Like, you know, a sales funnel could take anywhere from 20 hours to 100 hours. You know, it really depends. It's like how long is a piece of string based on how much you actually know about who you're trying to serve and, you know, is your offer likely to have any chance of getting bought or not? Yeah. And depending on how long it takes too, like how long will it take the client to get all the information to you, right? Because that'll drag it up too. You can't just expect to have the, the copy and then the next day, you know, or have the bits of information and the next day it be finished. Yeah. Yeah, I've had it, um, projects where I expected them to only go a month and they've been dragging on for 18 months or due to delays on the client side with various pieces of what that offer is. Like, particularly if there's an app involved and the client is building a brand new app, that's been the cause of delay with this particular project. And yeah, that can be incredibly hard and incredibly frustrating for, for both sides, you know, because you just can't get it finished. The goalposts keep moving and, and stuff like that. So have an open mind in terms of how long it takes because you are building a business at the end of the day a funnel is a business it's not as easy as everyone says it is and i think something we have to remember too is like price versus cost right like do you want like a five dollar pair of shoes from walmart or do you want to maybe spend that more that higher end money and maybe get a pair of i don't know sketchers or something like that right that that'll last you longer or do you want to just you know like in one year or let's say five years, you can buy one pair of shoes or you can buy 16 pairs of shoes <laughs> that'll cost yep. you more than that one pair. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, there are a lot of moving parts to this business, that's for sure. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. It was really great talking with you. I really enjoyed it. How can people find out more about you and what you So they can just check out my website, which is www.funnelanimal.com.au. So when, you know, when clients help me, I can help animals. So that's what, that's what my business is all about. Pay it forward, right? Exactly. Yeah. Just any small difference you can make in the world is where it's at. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Leanne, and have a great day. Thanks, Virginia. Talk soon. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe and leave some love through a review and I'll catch you on the next episode.